0: Welcome to the "Be About Being Better" podcast, where we help people make evidence-based, sustainable, small changes for their health that compound into huge shifts towards a better, more vibrant life. I'm your host, Abby Stacey, a health and life coach, future registered dietitian, a master's graduate from Columbia University, and a certified intuitive eating counselor. And I believe that we can't make lasting or meaningful change single-handedly. So I'm so happy that you're here, so that together you can see that a diet-free, sustainable lifestyle is possible, and you can leverage that to live a better life. And remember my disclaimer, this podcast is meant to give you general information and it's not meant to substitute or replace medical advice, a diagnosis, or service treatment. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Be About Being Better podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to give you my six-step formula For reframing your negative thoughts. So, in this episode, we're gonna learn how to talk nicer to ourselves. We are going to learn how to address our automatic negative thoughts, our self deprecating thoughts, our negative self talk. We're gonna rewire these things. And we are going to learn how to have more self love, have more self compassion, and how to have more positive thoughts and how to teach ourselves how to default to the positive so that we're not automatically going to the negative. And I do this and I teach this to my clients through my six R's process. And this is kind of modified from what my therapist worked on with me. (laughs) I think we all need therapy. Um, But this is a process that I have used with myself. Um, You know, definitely stems from cognitive behavioral therapy because if we can change our thoughts, then we can change our feelings and then we can change our actions. We can actually change our behavior. Um, and so this is something that I've seen firsthand working with a, my therapist that this works. I mean, I've always been known as like Happy Abby, but that doesn't mean that I don't have self-deprecating or negative self-talk. You know, I don't or I don't have negative thoughts. I think we all do, uh, and we have. You know, that this stuff comes up for us. It's natural. However, it doesn't mean that we have to settle and always have those negative thoughts. So by me doing this work, I've been able to really start to default to the positive more often, and I've prevented myself from going down these negative self-talk rabbit holes because I use these six R's and I use these steps that I'm going to outline in this episode, so I know that this will help you too. So the first thing that we want to do when we have a negative thought, is first recognize what that thought is and call it out. Because a lot of these negative self-deprecating thoughts are automatic and subconscious because we just think them so often and we don't even recognize what we're saying. So first we need to recognize and bring awareness to what we're actually saying. What is it you're saying about your body? What is What is it that you are repeating to yourself or about your life? And I want you to really try and record that as fast as possible. So that's the second R. The first R is recognize and the second R is record because we got to write it down. You can't forget exactly what you said. So if you need to write it down in a note on your phone, if you don't have access to a journal, eventually we want to get that to a journal so that you can handwrite it out. That would be the most helpful for you. But you got to write it down somewhere because you're probably not going to remember exactly what you said in that moment because you might not be able to address it in the moment and go through the rest of these steps, but you need to give yourself that space later on to do that. So you'll need to remember exactly what was the negative thought that you were thinking to yourself. And then the other part, going to part one, recognize, you need to also recognize and maybe record and take notes on What was going on at the time that you had that thought? Recognize what triggered that thought. Was it something that someone said? Was it a certain environment? Was it a smell? Was it being around a certain friend group? Was it trying on clothes in a dressing room and something didn't fit? Then you say something to yourself. Was it some something else? Somebody walked by or something reminded you of something else? What was it? What was going on in the environment? Oh, also other things. How were you feeling? So recognize how you were feeling. Were you stressed? Were you tired? Were you hungry at the time? Were you frustrated? Were you feeling burnt out, overprogrammed, overworked, overbaked? I don't know if anybody watches, watches Great British Break Off, but I love it. And they're always like, overproved, overbaked. Anyway, so yeah, are we overworked? Are we overextended? Are we tired, frustrated, stressed, bored, lonely? What is it that you were feeling at that time? What triggered this thought? And then you want to recognize all of these things and record it, write it down. Because you might not have time in the moment to go through all of these steps, but I need you to create time later to do this. And go through the rest of these steps. This will be so important because if you go through the rest of these steps when you have a negative thought, like when you're not thinking the negative thought, then the next time you think that thought or are or, or in that situation again, you will then have another statement prepared, ready to go to reframe that negative thought, to redirect your thoughts, to redirect your energy so that you don't go down that negative rabbit hole. It's hard to do that in the moment. So we have to do that when we're not in the moment, when we are feeling okay, when we're feeling stable and when we're not you know, feeling super negative, think about, okay, what's something that I could say to myself? If it's not that negative thought, how could I reframe that? What's something positive that I could say or do something different that I could say? And I'll give you a couple examples in this episode. But we have to do that work and go through the rest of the steps that I'll outline when we're not in the thick of the moment, so that when we're in the moment, we actually have something prepared and ready to go. So we have to do the work at another time so that it's easier for us in future moments. So when you do give yourself that time and space to journal, I recommend this at night um, or in the morning, but certainly at night, you know, when you're kind of winding down, you've unplugged for the evening. Hopefully, hopefully we're unplugging in the evening. And you're, you know, maybe just journaling about your thoughts, and you know, kind of going through your day, and um, writing about what you're grateful for, reminiscing on your life. You know it's, it's, you know, it's, curl up with a cup of tea and let let's journal about these things. So when you finally give yourself the time, space, energy, and attention to journal about these things, the first thing that I want you to do, so right at the top of the page, what was that thought? What was that thought? Was it I hate my stomach? I'm a failure. I never do anything right. People look at me and probably don't think I care about my body. Um nobody could ever love me if I was this size. What what was the negative thought that went through your head? Put that at the top of the page. Then I want you to try and refute that claim and be your own lawyer because sometimes we say negative things about ourselves that just simply aren't true. And so we need to, you know, think about the data of, you know, that we have and the experiences that we've gone through that would point to this not being true. So for example, if you said to yourself, like, oh, I'm a failure, like I never do anything right. And that's what you were saying to yourself in the moment. Okay. I need you to be your own lawyer here and recognize that this is not true. It's not that you never do anything right. Number one, we're all human. We all make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. But everyone does something right. You have done many things in your life right. You are not giving yourself enough credit. So write down several things that you did do right, that you have done right in the past, that you've actually done excellent at, and that you consistently do really well. Write those things down and be your own lawyer and refute that claim of the negative thought then we need to work to reframe it. And we're going to come up with a statement. So whenever this negative thought comes up again, you now have another thought, another statement ready to go to reframe it. So if you say, oh, I'm a failure, we have something, boom, we got something ready to go to try and squash that thought so that you don't keep going down that negative rabbit hole. Because so we want to stop those thoughts. We want to nip it right there. Because if you keep going, then it just gets worse. And then it makes us like the negative thoughts that are perpetuated. It leads to worse feelings, brings us down, and then that changes our behavior. So whatever our thoughts are, whatever our perception of the situation is, our perceptions of ourselves, our beliefs, whatever we're thinking changes our affect, changes our feeling, and that changes our thoughts about ourselves. And then that can translate to our behavior and that can translate to our actions. So sometimes like if we think to ourselves like, oh, like people must think that, you know, I don't care about my health if they saw my body, if they saw what size I was. And then maybe that, you know, that's our perception. So then that gets us feeling like, oh, like, you know, I hate my stomach. And then it's like, well, you know, nobody could ever love me if I was at this size. So it's like, you know, all of these things—think about how other people are perceiving us. We're shaming our body, really bringing ourselves down. That's going to make us feel worse and worse and worse. So then, finally, we're going to reach a breaking point and be like, "Screw it! I'm going to start a new diet. I'm going to cut out all carbs now. I'm going to restrict my calories. I'm going to work out excessively. I'm going to start on Monday. I'm going to do the thing, and I'm—I'm I'm really going to do it this time. And I'm just going to go super hard and." I'm going to change my life and everything's going to get better once I lose the weight. Which we know that that whole process is problematic. Something we're getting away from. We've tried this before. We know it doesn't work. And that leads us to empty promises and more guilt and more shame because it's not sustainable and it's feeding into diet culture. But it stems from these negative thoughts that then turn and spiral into negative feelings that then give us a ripple effect to then negative, unhealthy, restrictive dieting actions. So we got to nip it at the thought. So we got to back it up, nip it at the thought. And it's important to know, as we're reframing this, I think a lot of people think, oh, just reframe to the positive. But if you if your thought is like, I hate my stomach, and then your positive thought is, well, oh, I love my stomach, Like that's not going to work. You're not going to believe that. So I don't think that that's good. We don't always have to default to the positive. Because in the moment when we're feeling bad about ourselves and we're having a bad body image day we're probably not going to be able to just in a one liner, turn it all around and be all body positive. It's also not realistic to be body positive every single day and just be loving your body every single day. But just because it's not realistic to be fully body positive every day doesn't mean that we need to be body negative and that we need to be defaulting there. And just because we can't reach there doesn't mean that we need to be just just harping on the negative. So it's important that when we're thinking about a statement to reframe, that it's a little bit more neutral. So just because we can't be super positive doesn't mean that we have to harp on the negative. So can we meet in the middle and make this a more neutral statement? And that can help to regulate our emotions. Reframing negative thoughts and decreasing our negative self-talk is also involved with emotional regulation. So this can help to regulate your emotions and feelings and not be, you know, so hysterical about things. It can really help to regulate your emotions. So we want to try and be a little bit more neutral because that can help to neutralize the situation. So say if you say to yourself like, Oh, like people must look at me and think that I don't care about my health or that I don't exercise or that I'm not healthy. Something neutral that you could say to yourself is people probably aren't paying attention. And you know what? That's probably true. Most people are so consumed with themselves. They're literally not even looking at you. And if they are looking at you, they might not be having any thoughts about you. And they probably forgot that they were looking at you. you know what I mean? Like people aren't paying attention. So that would be something to help neutralize you in that moment, in that situation. Like, oh, people must think, oh, people aren't thinking about you. People probably aren't paying attention. So that could be one example of something you could already have, want a one-liner of, to reframe that negative thought and stop that negative thought from spiraling somewhere else. If you say, oh, I hate my stomach. Maybe a thought to reframe that could be my stomach digests food. Maybe that could be helpful. And some of these reframes, you know, there's another dietitian, um, Dylan, that I I really really like. She's got another podcast, you know, and I got to intern with her. She's um, a registered dietitian. She also went through my program. She um, has her own private practice as well. And her and I were talking about some of these and she suggested that as a good one. like my stomach digests food. Um, and I and I like that because it reminds us that our bodies serve a function and it can help us be grateful for all that our bodies do and all that our bodies have been through. instead of just shaming our bodies. it's like, wow, we should be appreciating our bodies and recognize the vital functions that our bodies do every single day outside of our looks and our vanity, like they are functional. So that can help to neutralize the situation. And if you think to yourself, another thought is like, oh, nobody could ever love me at this size. What if you asked yourself, like, what if that thought just wasn't true? What if it wasn't true? Like, what if you asked yourself that, like, and thought about what came up? What if that thought wasn't true? And what if you were lovable? at your size? Because you are. But could you just open your mind up to that? It might be very hard to say like, I am lovable at this size because you might not believe it. Even though it's true, you might not believe it. So saying and putting what if before that, what if that wasn't true? What if I was lovable? That could open your mind. Up, like, oh, wow. Like if I was at the size, like I would go for it. I'd ask them out. I'd go apply for that job. I'd walk in with confidence, you know, so that might open up some possibilities and get you to recognize that you can still live your life regardless of what size you are. A lot of people wait to start living their lives until they've lost this weight. And then they're just in this diet restrict binge guilt cycle. They're stuck in diet culture and they're just missing out on their lives. So what if you asked yourself, what if that thought wasn't true? And see what comes up for you. And then sometimes people will just say, like, screw it, I'm gonna eat carbs now, or I'm gonna start a new diet. What if instead you said to yourself, that behavior doesn't align with my values? And that could help to neutralize the situation. Because even in the thick of the moment, when we're feeling bad, we're like, oh, I'm just so desperate for a solution. I'm just so desperate to feel better and to feel different than I do right now because I feel gross, bloated, lonely tired, exhausted, and I just want to feel different. But we know that dieting, restriction, that this isn't serving us long-term. And you all are listening to this podcast because you know that dieting doesn't serve you. You've been through it. You've tried the diets, and you know that you just end up worse on the other side. So it's not within your values anymore to lean into a quick fix, a get-fit-quick solution you're about sustainability. You're about what can I maintain over the long term? I'm out, I'm, and you are too, about investing in what's going to be around for the long haul. You want something that you can depend on. You value loyalty and you value something that's going to serve you over the long term and you value respect. And this diet is not going to treat your body with respect. So if you think about and you're aware of your core values and then you feel this urge to diet, saying like, okay, that that action and that behavior doesn't align with my values, that can be really helpful in a good wake-up call moment to be like, oh, wow, like this wouldn't lead to me treating my body with respect. This wouldn't be kind. This wouldn't be loving. This wouldn't be sustainable. So I'm not going to do it anymore. So that can be really helpful to help neutralize the situation, get you out of the moment. And like I said, not, you know, these reframe statements don't have to be super like body positive, super happy. They just need to be neutral to help you not be so negative and to help nip that. So I want you to really take this time to journal about the negative thoughts that come up for you and think about what could your reframe statement be? because this will help to regulate your emotions and recalibrate you and have you not feel so negative in the moment. And then this will help to reframe your mind and help you to default to the positive because we are going to be repeating these things over and over and over again. So once you have your statement, it's going to recalibrate your emotions and you're going to want to the last R repeat this statement over and over again, every time this thought comes up for you. So you got to have that statement ready on hand so that when you have that negative thought, oh, hi, my stomach, you could say, my stomach digests food. I'm grateful for what my body's gotten me through. You have that ready to go. And every time that you say, every time that you say that new statement it is going to, it's, this is a concept called neuroplasticity. Our minds have the ability to form new pathways and create new habits in different neuronal connections. We have the ability to do this and rewire our thoughts and it happens through repetition. So you have to be repeating this over and over again to really weaken the negative thoughts that you don't want anymore and strengthen the positive thoughts or the more neutral thoughts that you want to automate moving forward. But that comes from repetition. And that's our four R's. That's our process to reframing our thoughts. It takes time, energy, and attention from you in the beginning to think about, okay, and recognize what is this thought that I'm having and recognize the situation that I'm in. Because you might not always be, I mean, you will be able to stop the thoughts once you have these thoughts to reframe. Um, But you also might be able to change things about the situation as well. So if certain people are triggering you, if certain situations are triggering you, like dressing rooms are a huge trigger for people, maybe you need to be buying stuff online so that you can try things on in the comfort of your own home and kind of remove that situation for yourself. Maybe You need to cut other triggers out of it. Like if you always have a lot of negative thoughts around your period and it's really, really bad, maybe you need to start leaning into cycle syncing and getting more personalized support with this to optimize your PMS symptoms so that it's not so bad. It's normal for emotions to fluctuate with the fluctuations of our hormones. And we tend to be more sensitive when we're PMSing and when we're in luteal phase and when we're in menstrual phase. However, There are things that we can do in our lifestyle to not have it be so bad and to better deal with those fluctuations, and that's where some personalized coaching support could be really helpful. And there are things that you can do when you're stressed, and when you're tired, when you're feeling lonely, to change those situations so you're not feeling those things anymore. So then, hopefully, if you're changing the triggers. Then those thoughts are coming up less and less. And we also want to recognize like what thoughts are coming up, and then have this reframe statement to replace it with. So the first step, the first R is to recognize what are you actually saying to yourself and what's going on in the situation where that thought is coming up. We gotta record it down, gotta write it down. We wanna refute that claim. You gotta be your own lawyer. Give yourself some credit. Why that's not true. Reframe it come up with another neutral statement that you could replace the thought with you want to recalibrate so you want to let that neutral thought your new reframing thought regulate your emotions and then you want to repeat put it on repeat 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 that new reframed statement and that will help to rewire this really should be, I feel like I've named up like seven, eight or nine other R's now at this point, but that will help rewire your neuronal connections and help to strengthen this new reframed thought that you want to have. And that will help you default to the positive and not be so negative and to really nip those negative self-talk and that those self-deprecating thoughts in the bud. I hope that this was helpful. Let me know what your reframed statements are. I always get these examples from my clients, so I would love to get more examples and hear what's working for you. Like what actually works for you to say to yourself in the moment to neutralize the situation. So let me know on Instagram and I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye. Hey y'all, thanks again for listening to the Be About Being Better podcast. I so appreciate you. If this episode made you laugh, smile, think about yourself or your life differently, in any way making your life better, I empower you to share the show with three people who, just like you, need to hear this message and have this type of transformation in their lives. I personally read all the reviews of the show and see the Instagram story shares and honestly gives me so much joy to see that our mission is making people's lives better and the reviews really do help in increasing our impact so thank you so much for taking the time to do that if you need personalized support with anything discussed in today's episode or need help creating a sustainable diet-free lifestyle take my quiz it's linked below in the show notes and that quiz will help you see which one of our coaching programs is right for you thank you so much again for listening and here's to being about being better